once again. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Project X podcast. This is episode three. Yeah. I am Alan Smith. I'm Big Dave. And there we go. <laughs> I guess that's where we are. Uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed our other episodes. Today, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We are going to be covering three episodes of the X-Files. X-Files. The, the X-Files. The most satisfying, unsatisfying <laughs> show to ever air. I understand that completely. I was a huge fan of this when it was on. I I remember when it came on and I was kind of interested, mm-hmm. but I didn't go back and watch it until later. Oh yeah. I watched it from the very beginning. Like when it first the first episode um I just happened it cuz it, it it began in the fall of 93. I was in college. Yeah. And I remember seeing the promotions for it. And thinking, oh, that's interesting because you know, being into sci-fi and you know, sci-fi paranormal and, and paranormal and all that stuff, sci-fi yeah, yeah, and horror. It, exactly. And it's one of those things like, oh, this looks interesting. Yeah, and I actually did watch that first episode the night it aired, and I was like, oh wow, this is a good show. I did so. too, and I got, I guess, three or four episodes into it. Mm-hmm. I forget what happened, but it was I, on Friday nights for one thing. Well, that which is I was know, usually out in the clubs going to watch yeah, bands exactly. play, or you know, listen I was, to music. I had a girlfriend, and so I wasn't home usually. Yeah. You know, it was towards the end of the first season that I I got back into it again. Yeah, and then just from there on, well, until until season six, and that's when I jumped off of it, which is where a lot of people jumped off of. Well, it it, it suffered from the same issue that a lot of television shows yeah, suffer for anywhere. when you get into <laughs> that many seasons yes yes and it just it kind of gets a little it, it kind of runs off the tracks it does especially when you get into a lot of the the mythology of it yeah which we are not going to do in any of the mythology oh no on this one the three ep- we're doing three standalone episodes and the standalone episodes i think are some of the best television that's ever been on tele- on tv yeah. Uh, when it comes to the X Files, the first one we're going to do is from season two, and it's episode twenty. Yes. It is entitled Humbug. Okay, so <laughs> this is a, okay. Uh, let me let me start. Why I, I picked all three of these episodes. I and, got to go back and watch them. And, yeah, and you know, and I think had you seen any of these before? I had seen Humbug before. Humbug. Okay. I had seen. Don't. Don't say, yeah, but you had not seen the other two, correct? No. Okay. All right, because we're going to, as we go, we'll, you know, we're not going to reveal what all of them are up front. Uh, but Humbug is the first one. I, basically what it is, is there's this murder, there's these murders that have happened in this small community in Florida, which is a bunch of, that, that's comprised of a bunch of, of circus performers. To be more specific, they were sideshow performers. Most of them, some of them are actual circus before because and the thing is is that's actually a real thing no that, that used to be a real actually thing. that yeah. that town exists, actually exists exactly. and the storyline behind it right. actually exists they just based this episode within that community yes so uh Mulder and scully go down to investigate this thing of course there's all kinds of weird stuff that's going on uh this I love this episode. Well, I love this episode. I, I know part of the reason why you love this episode. <laughs> yes, because Jim Rose, Jim Rose, is, is and in a this. lot of his yes. his true enigma in is in it, yeah. and yeah, you know, kind of stuff. And if you're not familiar with who Jim Rose is, back in the <clears throat> early '90s when Lollapalooza, the first year Lollapalooza, well, he'd been around for a little bit, but the first year that Lollapalooza went on tour, which is yeah. 1990, was it 90 or 91? I think it was 91. It's one of those. He when it was had the the Jim Rose Circus Sideshow uh, that that went and it was a bunch of guys you know like he had the Enigma which you've seen probably seen him before at some point especially in the 90s he's tattooed from head to toe he's with, tattooed like it's a, a jigsaw, jigsaw puzzle. puzzle and he know, generally wears just a loincloth yes yes and then he had people who would do like you know who would you know juggle chainsaws or it, it's a bunch of circus sideshow stuff that you Jim would Rose see, himself you know. was a yeah. self-described blockhead yes exactly and, um, you physical know. body manipulator yes and yes and it like was to very interesting hammer nails into his skull exactly so uh, the, he he is involved in all that kind of stuff and you come to find out it, it's one of those things 
in true X-Files fashion where you see what's going on, what's, quote, really going on, but Mulder and Scully never, they can never prove, or like, or Mulder can never prove it, and Scully, because she doesn't have the proof, doesn't want to believe it, and so one of them thinks that, you know. and, uh, (laughs) And, And what's funny is it kind of gets into some of the, the circus and Barnum. Yes, and, absolutely. And some of the, you know, you actually hear some of the, the circus lingo. You absolutely. You calling them rubes and the humbug. Right. And, and that's what humbug comes from all yeah. of that. It's, it's some of the lingo. You you, you get into Barnum's uh, Fiji mermaid. Yes, they talk about the Fiji. Which that's one of the, that is the Fiji mermaid is one of the. Uh, theories that Mulder posits is yes. who is of who's committing the murders. Uh, one of the, the the little things that I love about this episode is that they find out that the they start suspecting that the sheriff is involved somehow. Yeah, and they find out that when he was uh, when he was little, he was JoJo the dog face no, boy, Jim Jim, Jim Jim the dog Jim boy. Jim right. the dog face boy. Yes, and so it's like so he himself is a former sideshow attraction. Yeah. yeah, so it, it's a it's a really cool little episode that stems outside of. The like okay, there's this there's this uh, culture over here that is very much self-contained and and a little outside of mainstream and is wonderful. Uh, this yeah. I always like I said I have always liked that kind of stuff. Uh, the Ripley's Believe It or Not, you know a lot of a lot of that. You know, yeah. you know all the PT Barnum, all that stuff. I love circuses and sideshows. So. For me, this episode was very much about perception mm-hmm. people's perception not only of other people but of their culture right and how we treat each other really. right yeah and it's a little bit about tribalism also absolutely because, because those folks are you know they've created their own tribe and their own community and they don't like outsiders exactly either. and there's even at the at the very end of the episode there is um uh, Jim, I can't remember what his character is. But Jim Rose is talking to Scully. He was Do- uh, Doctor Blockhead. Yeah, and he's he's telling her like they're getting out of town, and he says, you know, and he's, he he has this whole thing about like you know in the future with you know genetic, you know, with genetic engineering and you know and all this stuff is like everyone's just going to kind of look the same and be completely uh, homogenous, just like that guy. And, and he's pointing to, to Mulder, you know, and it's yeah, like, pointing to Mulder who himself <laughs> is a weirdo. Exactly. You know, but it's, 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 it's a cool little, you know, like, Oh, okay. I get it. So we want to talk about what actually happened, like who, who, who and why and what if, if folks haven't seen this, yeah, episode, we're going to fully spoil all these episodes. The, so. so let's just go ahead and put it out there. Spoiler alert from full yes. spoiler alert. If you don't, if you haven't seen the X files and you haven't seen how they end, Go ahead and turn us off now. Yes, because I'm because I want let me do it. Yeah, find find the actual actor because yeah, this I guy wanna, has been in so many things. He has. He was in Ghost. Uh, remember, he was. The, yes, he was. The yeah, one that he was the talk. one who actually trained the dead Patrick Stewart or Patrick, Patrick Swayze, Swayze, not Stewart. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> That's a whole different thing. I am so tired. Let's see. Uh, his name is Vincent uh, Schiavelli. Great character actor. Yes, very. Uh, he and he, he died. Becomes, he, becomes, he died in two thousand five. Oh, I knew he did had, he? I knew he had passed. Yeah, but he had been in all kinds of stuff. I mean, and, and he, basically he could become anybody. Yes, he was always in, somebody that was just a little off. He was in Ghost, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. What? Yeah, Death to Smoochie. He was in. Um, oh, Death to Smoochie. He was in uh, Better Off Dead. Remember, he played the teacher. Oh, you're you know, right. That everybody loved. You yeah. know, like, you know. Um, I mean, he was he was in a whole bunch of stuff. Anyways, he has, and they they say what the condition is. Basically, he has a conjoined twin that didn't form fully in. It basically. It's, it's an, attached it's to him. It's appendage. Yes. His brother is an appendage on his side. Like, all you can see of it's the his, brother is the back and his hips. Yes, his feet. You know, and, and the yeah. feet. And his head is actually still inside yes. um, his brother. So, it's one of those things that come to find out. His brother can detach himself. Without actually 
killing yes without killing the host, the host and and it is going out and killing people and eating them well no. or eating or eating their liver is that what no, it was, he's it was not, a, no he's not even trying to eat oh that's right he's he, trying to find another he's trying right. he and his brother evidently the the host brother is a bad alcoholic is a bad alcoholic that's what it is, yeah. and the conjoined twin um, evidently hates him yes and so he's going out and trying to find a new host basically a new host yes. and he's basically killing the people by trying to burrow join into them yes. joined into them yes. by burrowing into him like he was in the host brother yes we have okay and that's where jim rose and his companion the enigma, the enigma who they, they call, call the, the conundrum the conundrum is it yes on the show and <laughs> the show um, and it comes after the and the conundrum is what's known as a geek, a geek, which they eat like live fit, you know, like they live eat, animal. They fish eat anything. And, yeah, it's just kind of one of those live fish, raw meat, yeah, nails, um, bricks, yeah, you know, just whatever just can eat anything and pass it and be fine. So what ends up happening at the end of the episode is that the the brother comes after the conjoined the, twin. The, yeah, the the it comes after. The, um, the, conundrum. the conundrum and the conundrum eats, eats him, him. <laughs> so the geek gets his meal yes and the conjoined twin gets the new host yes and the old the other the old twin dies of scoliosis uh, yes he, he, yeah he died of well, is I, it scoli- no, 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 no no it's not no, scoliosis it's cirrhosis, it's cirrhosis. No, See, scoliosis I'm, is, yeah. I'm calling everything by the he wrong name today of, if you can die of scoliosis that's a <laughs> that's curvature of the spine you know it's a, I don't know, probably something to do with it but yeah he dies heard of, of cirrhosis people dying twisted he he, he died of, of cirrhosis of the liver um, and of course and of course you know Mulder still thinks that there's something you know with the Fiji mermaid and Scully doesn't know what happened and well, no, they they kind of figure out that the con- and they think that the conjoined twin is the one that's doing it and the problem well, is, does, is they think but, it's still on the run yes yeah there and there's technically it is because Jim Rose and the Enigma pack up their leave their right. gear on their Volkswagen bug and, and it's kind of, of one town. of those things that it's implied that he swallowed the conjoined twin and that it maybe at some point he will be able to regurgitate him back up and he can still go on I, I didn't get that's that. what i kind of got out of it i could be just reading something completely that, that's not what it, i got so. out of it because as far as i'm concerned he ate him and he's going to digest and that's him it. and that's, that's it. it so yeah so there'll never ever be any proof no, that no, that's no. actually what happened um this this episode was really interesting. Um, like I said, I, I think that that some of the standalone episodes that aren't the you know the alien mythology, you know whatever, you know like the uh, whole the, the whole smoking yeah, man, the smoking man, you know the black oil and all that stuff, you know, and the colonies and all that, you know. When when you get into some of these episodes, the writing is stellar, and it's also one of those things that I think we're kind of downplaying how much fun this episode was oh yeah i mean it, it's just it is very fun like very fun you yeah, know they're, because there's there's a whole thing where there is a little person who is managing the hotel they're staying in and he's got an attitude about you know well everybody thinks one thing about me you know that kind of stuff perception perception exactly and he he goes on and he's like oh you think just because you know <laughs> You know, just because you know I'm I'm a small stature that I couldn't possibly you know run this place and blah blah blah. He's like I have, and he's like you know I've deducted just by looking at you with you know your your necktie and you know all this kind of stuff that you're you know that you would be you know government agents and they're like and Mulder's like yeah I'm Agent Mulder FBI <laughs> you know it's just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it, congratulations it's, yeah, your perception exactly pretty good. There, there's a lot of that where it's you know and i guess we should mention that that actor was also in twin, he was in peaks. twin peaks he was the uh the little person in the red room that yep. spoke backwards correct um i cannot remember his name but he Which, did he passed as yeah. well that was a great show also but side well, aside side yeah, note, keep going eh, whatever okay so, future possible future yeah, show yeah possible peaks. that's which means i'm gonna have to go back and watch some more of well it, so. yeah me too anyway so uh what did I think we've said all we can say about the actual episode. What did you think of the episode? Like, what is your opinion of it? I I loved it. Okay. I thought it was a great episode. It it definitely plays with your head. Yes. It, it definitely plays with perception mm-hmm. and how you, 
it, it kind of makes you think about how you look at people and how people look at you. Right. And how we're actually probably more alike than different. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. I, maybe I'm digging a little bit too much into it. But <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> you know, I'm, I've always kind of... Some TV shows, they don't make you think. Right. TV shows I like kind of do make you think. Right. I agree. I agree. And... I, I'm as guilty of building, you know, automatic perceptions off of people, off of, you know, right. It's what we do as humans. Yeah. Uh, It really is, unfortunately. Uh, Like I said, one of my favorite episodes, the reason why I chose this as one of the one, one of the episodes we're covering today. Sure. Just that show was so heavy on many, you know, many times where it would really get bogged down by you know, this overarching alien conspiracy, you know, and government and all this kind of stuff that when an episode like humbug come, came along, it was like, Oh, this is a nice little palate cleanser before we get back into the, and it was also, this was late in the season. So this was like right before they were getting it, ready It's almost to like their, a comic relief. It episode. really was, you know, it, it was, it's the 20th episode of the season, which means that in two episodes was going to be the, the season finale, which meant they were going to leave you on some kind of cliffhanger because they always did every season. This type of episode kind of let you up to breathe for a minute. Yes, exactly. Before putting your so, head back underwater. Exactly. So that was humbug. Go ahead. I, I'm gonna. I'm bad about asides. That's okay. There's another show that I know you haven't watched mm-hmm. that's good about doing that, and that's Supernatural. See, I know we were talking about this earlier. I have never seen Supernatural. We're, so. we're gonna have to get you to sit down and <laughs> start watching seasons of that to try to catch up on. You know, <laughs> it's not my fault. You're I know. a slow yeah, starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so our second episode is <laughs> season. Three episode twenty. Episode twenty. Also, again, once a, again, a late, it, it, a late season. You know, palate cleanser before you get into some really heavy stuff. Yeah, this one is entitled "Jose Chung's from Outer Space." Again, <laughs> one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> Where to even begin with this thing? Uh, I have seen this episode probably a dozen times. Easily, I'm not even joking. I had at one time. After it, you know, the X Files had been off the air for a while, it had said something on my former podcast that I wish that there was a way to to get just individual episodes of the X Files rather than buying full season box sets because yeah. there were certain episodes that I wanted. This being one of them. Well, within six months, they all hit iTunes, and so I bought probably a dozen episodes you know on there that i that, that i could just like hey i can watch this this one being one of the first ones yeah. you know it's a, <laughs> because again this one again goes back to that whole perception thing yeah very much so do do this give us a rundown of the show oh gosh and then i want you to tell me what it is you love so much about this right. episode i am just going to give you the imdb going to take a second he's it, it, no because the thing okay look there, there's three different descriptions here okay? read them all and they're probably yeah I, it's okay um there's that word again <laughs> i know oh apparently oh you know what okay we'll, we'll get back to that in a second. i say uh it says well-known well-known author jose chung is writing a book about the claimed alien abduction of a young cuck couple that was subsequently investigated by agents Mulder and Scully with Mulder unavailable Scully provides most of the information on the case uh, Chrissy and Harold were out on a date when their car suddenly lost all power in the middle of nowhere from that point on however their stories and that of the others involved in the investigation begin to vary considerably it it all equally leads to several possible conclusions I think that's probably the best <laughs> the best way to look at that. This thing is an enigma it, wrapped, wrapped in, in a conundrum, conundrum wrapped, that's I mean, like, more like just, a blooming onion. It really does. It opens up with these two teenagers. They're driving, and then all of a sudden they see a UFO. And it's a typical saucer. Saucer with the grays, you know, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So they're coming, and they're pulling them out. They pull the, the two pull kids out, out, of the, the car. out of the car, and they're bringing them back to their saucer when another saucer or comes well this one is not a saucer it's the triangle it's the typical triangle because there's about three typical yeah. ufo sightings you've got the saucer you've got the sausage and you've got the triangle yeah so this one comes down and it's this huge hulking monster and one of the grays in perfect english asks 
what's that? And the other one says, how the hell am I supposed to know? So you already know that there's something strange going on here. Yeah. From there, as I described it to you earlier, it's just an onion of peeling back and peeling back and peeling back and it, peeling back. It's a blooming <laughs> onion with no center is what yeah. it is. And that centerpiece is the most greasy, most delicious part of the onion. And you okay. never get there. Let me see if I can describe this. <laughs> So basically what it is, the two gray, in quotes, mm-hmm. gray aliens actually work for the government. Air Force. Air, they're Air Force. They did this whole thing. But then in the middle of their quote-unquote abduction, they get, they all get abducted by this other alien, <laughs> this other being. And then when they're brought back, nobody knows exactly what's going on because there's so many different stories you know the, the, the come to find out the teenage couple had had sex and she was remembering that he raped her and he said that he didn't and then he said that he did because she said that he did it was just on and on and on and they start hypnosis and then they find one of the greys and then they start talking to other people which all of which this is happening one of the greys happens to be an air force pilot who's dressed right. in a greys right suit to fool people if they accidentally see this super it, it is secret a, <laughs> top secret Basically military what, airplane and all of this is being told in retrospect because jose chung who is played by charles nelson riley in a wonderful casting decision you didn't realize that was charles, charles I just nelson riley realized yes. that oh my <laughs> this thing just unwrapped into yes. the lake. <laughs> so it's charles charles nelson riley is playing jose chung and he's writing this book and he's interviewing scully and she's tell and he's it's so convoluted because she's telling him her story and then he's filling in with where he's interviewed all these other people involved yeah. and believe me there are a lot of people involved because there's uh, there's a lot there's the uh, lineman that was working on the who happens to be played by William Lucking yes from, who also on, played Piney on, on Sons, Sons of, of Anarchy. Anarchy yes and so he is telling a story about how this he watched the event happen, happen and that the other alien whose name was Lord Keith Kimbo or Kimbo or or something like anyways yeah gave him like all this knowledge of the like took him to the center of the earth and told him like all this knowledge of of how things are going to be but then he was visited by two men in black one played by Jesse the body Ventura Ventura. and then we find out eventually the other one is Alex Trebek from Jeopardy (laughs) who is playing the air Air Force hypnotist that hypnotized the yeah. girl into believing <laughs> that the story it's, happened. It's and such a <laughs> that hypnotism is found out by double hypnotizing. It, yes. it's, <laughs> it, it's it. I'm telling you, it goes on and on and on. I, but I honestly so am starting to believe that the movie Inception was thought up by this. Well, yeah, there, there's a whole thing with that too. But this, it, every time that you think, okay, this is the truth, because that's something they talk about in the beginning about what is the truth. Yeah, uh, because that's that's something that Jose Chung says. He's like, I've interviewed a dozen people in this, and they're all telling me their version of the truth, and none of them add up yeah. <laughs> to, to anything, you know. So it's one of those things that like there's a there there's a spoof on the alien autopsy video that ran on Fox. Well, let's no, let's let's start. Uh, and out. This was this was post that. The, so this the, they were spoofing that. Yeah, our the network's sh- the one that ran this stupid thing. Yeah. You know. Well, <laughs> here, here's the thing. It starts with an opening shot yes. that's reminiscent of Star Wars. Yes. Where you you know it opens with the the, the bottom side of a spaceship. Yeah. Suppose it's not really, but what you think is a spaceship. Yeah. yeah. Then you have references to Flash Gordon yes. during the alien abduction. Yes. Because the tables are designed. And the costumes that and they're the wearing. the costumes yeah. that they're wearing are straight from the original Flash Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got references to, oh, what was the other one that I was saying that there was a reference? Right. We, we've got the alien, the fake alien autopsy right. that happened. Yes. And Fox's, well, Chris is spoofing Fox yes, for having, for run, having with, run that whole thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a good episode that is funny, but also very serious at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it goes round and round and you find out they finally, you know, they had found this one alien that was, you know, a man in a suit. Yeah. But then they find the other, and this is one of my favorite scenes in this, when they, when Mulder, 
Excuse me. When when what was that? Sorry. Okay. When Mulder run, finds the other Air Force, the co pilot, the other co pilot, and they're sitting in a diner, a la Twin Peaks. Yeah. You know, and he's telling the story, and the, the Air Force pilot is telling him the story of. You know, he like the this top is, secret this airplane. Is, this, yeah, but he's saying this is what happens. There are no alien abductions. It's the government goes and they do us. They implant memories. They do this and blah. blah you know, it's all to cover up and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And then in the middle of our abduction, we get abducted. Well, yeah. Then all of a sudden, we get abducted. All of us get abducted. <laughs> yeah. And then it's yeah, he and he's telling like I, he even he, I love and one of my it's always stayed with me for whatever reason he's sitting there and he's like you ever flown a ufo he's like man afterwards sex is just trite <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> you know it's that type of stuff and then and then the military comes in and abducts him and, and he says well i'm a dead man and he just leaves with them and that's it yep then a couple days later they find the spaceship, the top secret airplane, and it's both of and the the, the and it. They're saying, "Oh yeah, it's a top secret airplane." This is why people thought they saw it, which goes back to Roswell, you know. Yeah. And so he, they are taking. Well, they're taking out the pilots. So, and it's both of those pilots. Something dead, that we missed so. is they actually had the one dead pilot. Yes. And, oh yeah, and they came and got him, and they came and kidnapped the body yes while Mulder and Scully were or talking actually... to the yeah but Mulder also found out what the other one's name was yeah. by asking you know by saying that he they were you know it was one of those things where Mulder was getting information from them while they were basically it was a keeping triple, them it yeah, was a triple double it, it really was and uh <sighs> At the end of it, we find out where everyone, what happens to everyone. The kid that, you know, found the original, that found the, the body of the first pilot finally got a job. Well, you know, he, he actually it, takes the job. Of the other guy, yeah. Of the guy who went to the center of the earth. Yes, and then he started a cult. and Teaching the teachings that of, the, that he the was, lava yes, man taught exactly. you. <laughs> and then... Uh, the the girl that, that was abducted in the beginning uh, went on to be, get involved with Amni, Amnesty and she wanted to make the world a better place. Basically, she, she decided her experience taught her that she needed yes. to make the world around her a better yes. place. Jose Chung wrote this book, which is you know awesome. Yeah, and um, the boyfriend the boyfriend is just kind of being a teenager still. He, he tells her he, something that killed me is that he goes, "I still love you," and she goes, "Love." Is that all you men think about? I know. And you shut the window on it. I'm like, that is not yeah, the way I, I thought that phrase was going to go. <laughs> exactly. But that's kind of the. Uh, and the other thing is that the you know Mulder and Scully go on being Mulder and Scully, and it was kind of was kind of cool. Is it shows Mulder sitting in his room, you know, kind of well, just chilling out, and he's watching the Patterson Gimlin film, which is you know the Bigfoot you know from the the famous from 1967. Well, he ends up making a visit to. Oh yeah, he goes and sees Jose Chung, and Jose Chung asked him. You know, do you know what really happened with, or, or, or can you tell me what happened with, uh, the, the, with, the, with the boy and girl? And he how says, am I how am I supposed to know? Because there's been so much other things that have come to light in the process <laughs> that it's hard to say what's real and what isn't, which goes back to the beginning of the episode, whenever, when, yeah. where Jose Chung says, I've interviewed a dozen people and they all gave me their version of the truth. Yeah. So it, it's an interesting, it's a very interesting episode, to say the least. It, it Once again, very much about perception. Right. And I hate... I hate this phrase where people mm. go, oh, I'm just trying to live my truth. My truth. I and hate that, that too. Yeah, I know. That, that's a, the biggest bunch of garbage. But at the same time, that's somewhat formed by everybody's version of things. Version exactly. of things. Exactly. Now, and here's the thing. Charles Nelson Riley came on The X-Files again in a couple in like a couple seasons later, or in the next season, Okay. Um, playing the same Jose Chung. And then he also was in an episode of Millennium. Which I've never seen. I know. Which Millennium was also created by Chris Carter. Uh, it takes place in the same universe as the X-Files. Um, I wouldn't even know where... I mean, it's such a great show. It only ran three seasons. Great show, but it just never... So what you're off. saying is X-Files and Millennium are in the same universe. Yes, yes. They are in the same universe. Okay. Um, but yes, but Jose Chung winds up on Millennium, and what's cool is that 
his episode on there where it's another like they're stalking a serial or they're, they're trying to find a serial killer and he's writing this book but there's also a Scientology allegory that's going on and it's where like they're it's it's they don't call it the Scientologist it's called something else but it's all like it's yeah. you, you just need to see it okay okay it, it and we and we will watch it at some point uh, we're going to cover a couple episodes of, of that show as well uh, so yeah, that's uh, Jose Chung's from Outer Space, which is <laughs> <laughs> it's such a which would be a great like album title. For it really some would. Band. It really yeah. would. You know, and the thing is, is, especially when we get to this this third episode that we're going to cover, oh. the, these are such. You have Humbug, which is pretty much a comedy of errors yes in a lot of ways you have jose chung's from outer space which is this it's kind of a dark episode but but it's it's, also weird yes exactly it's serious but it's got a lot of comedy in it as well dark comedy dark comedy like that stuff and then we have our third episode which is entitled home (laughs) oh i cannot believe second episode of the fourth season is that what we said it was yeah so okay so all right Home is a very notorious episode of the X Files. Dark. It. This, I remember this episode is darker than it. It very much is when it when it aired. I, you know, it, this is this is after it had moved to Sunday from Friday nights to Sunday nights. Yeah. And I used to record it, like yeah, I would record you know and go back and you know watch it you know later. And I remember like turning on the videotape because it was videotape back in the day. <laughs> VHS. Good old VHS. And I, by the way, I've still got a machine. Yeah, I do too at home. Works, so, yeah. um, so it's one of those things that like the first thing I saw was a like a a warning, like a, you know, parental guidance suggested, you know, this, or this, this may contain disturbing images and blah, blah, blah. And then we get that immediate intro. That, <laughs> Let me tell you, they weren't kidding. And I remember watching it and going, what am I watching here? So, this, anyways, this is not a show for, no, for kids. Like you this, would, this, this particular episode is no. You would no. watch this after you put the kids to yes. bed. Yes. You would probably put this on after you've put the teenagers to yeah. bed. It um, it only ran and, one and time. I say that as somebody yeah. who used to watch a lot of horror movies. Yeah, I know. And, but as a teenager, this only ran one time. One time. One time only. There were a lot of complaints about it, and the Fox complained about it quite a bit is after they said they were like what did you just air you know but it was one of those things at the time the x-files is the biggest thing on television oh yeah so they got away with a lot but it did it only aired one time and at least in the u.s it only aired one time and it until the show was off the air and in syndication it, it never aired again until then 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 they would show it but it did but only late at night yeah but it did earn a tvma rating so you know that yeah because yeah. and we've said all of that without actually talking about anything yet well i'm let, let's wow. let actual <laughs> i kind of feel like we had to because this it get this is some pretty dark and disturbing disturbing things it very much is so let me give you the back uh, to the witch box yeah and let IMDb. me give you let me give you the imdb description here scully and Mulder investigate the death of a newborn child found in a shallow grave on the outskirts of a small town Mulder loves the locale and thinks it's small town america at its best um it even has a sheriff by the name of andy taylor <laughs> And a deputy by the name, name of Barney. Barney. Yeah, uh, Sheriff Taylor is highly uh, reluctant to investigate the family nearest where the baby was found. However, he tells the agents that the three brothers who live there are simple, the product of generations of inbreeding in the Peacock family. When the sheriff is killed, all evidence points to the Peacocks, and the FBI agents are shocked at what they find in the house. That's putting it mildly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's this episode starts off with a... It's a dark and stormy night, oh, and there is a woman giving birth. They go so far as to imply an episiotomy, yeah, and then show the umbilical cord the umbilical cord being be cut, cut by a pair of scissors, and then the three we find out later well, their brothers. We we see three 
individuals. Men, yes. They, well, you can't even really identify. Yeah, them you, as you know, men. you know, they're, yes. they're you know they're male anyway, and they they basically go and bury the newborn alive. Yeah. That's how this episode starts. Okay, <laughs> and then you get the the wonderful music for the X Files and the yes, intro and all that. And it's so, like so they just what are we watching here? They just hit you square in the face with a cold splash of water yes. and a punch in the nose, and then they go to the intro. Yes, and you're sitting there kind of in shock, going, what "And like was I said, that? I have seen this episode a few times. Uh, like I said, it's one of them that I own on you know, and I, I've I've watched it because again, you couldn't see it for the longest time." Like I yeah. had it, I had it on VHS because I had recorded it, and and so I did watch it a few times that way until I taped over it again, you know, for more episodes, you know, just because I would just use the same tape over and over yeah. again, and then, oh man, it, it just it goes downhill from there. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's the whole thing, you know. So we come back from the intro and commercials. <laughs> as these and kids playing baseball. In the it is a lot, it yeah. is a direct reference to the movie The Sandlot. Uh, I mean, yeah, sort of. No, I mean, it is. I get it. You know, they even she even refers to it as you know that Sandlot baseball. Well, game. but that's what you know. That's what the Sandlot's talking about is well, playing in yeah, a Sandlot. But, you know, I mean, it's I, I could see where because I mean, this is a few years after that. I can see it. Um, but well, I, I, mean, I think it was just more references of a, to the Sandlot, references to Mayberry. Yeah, the fact the sheriff's actually named, named Andy, Andy Taylor, Taylor, and he's got a deputy named Barney. Deputy named Barney. He doesn't carry a gun. He's he's gung ho. Yeah. He's a little. But, he's actually referred to as a kind of Man, Charles Manson. No, or no, he Bronson, calls him Charlie Bronson. Yeah. Charles Bronson. But it's one of those things where like the sheriff doesn't carry a gun. They don't lock their their doors at night, and that's part of the thing when we're introduced to Sheriff Taylor. He he tells the reason why he called the FBI is because if he called the state police that it would it could it would he change his town. It, it would change his town. And ultimately it does because yeah. you know, they go to investigate, you know, Mulder and Scully go to the Peacocks and they go in because they find you know the the bloody. They, they see evidence they through see the door evidence of so the they table can go in. that the birth happened. Right. Well, that's the the uh, scissors. scissors are sitting there. You know, there's blood. They find the, the they, shovel. The shovel. You know, all that kind of stuff. And what they don't know, and we find out later, is that okay. First off, they think that the parents of, the, of these people are dead because they were in a car wreck a, ten yeah. years earlier, and the the boys came and took both bodies both bodies away for so the investigation. Yes, so happen. they presume that they're dead come to find out the dad did die yes the mother on the other hand is not dead but quadruple amputee yes and they've got her on strapped to a a, a not a gurney but like uh what what are they the, where you could go underneath the uh like a car like uh it's the roller oh the, uh, the, you know what i'm talking the about mechanics dolly yeah or whatever. yeah they've got yeah. Them, they've got her strapped to one of those and they basically keep her under the bed and they're having relations with her and creating trying to create new but the, the baby that was born had all kinds of genetic well you're talking mutations about they, they talk about how the peacocks built that farm in in the civil war during the civil war and it's yes. based in home pennsylvania yes yes built the farm during the civil war they they breed their own cattle they breed their own pigs they they breed their own. They yeah. breed their own. <laughs> yeah, you know. and, and it's basically a quote from the sheriff. Yes, and, and he said they basically everybody just leaves them alone. <clears throat> they just stay away from them. And, and he considers them feeble-minded and yes, so yes. deformed from years and years and years of inbreeding of inbreeding that you know they wouldn't understand what's going on. But the mother overhears Mulder and Scully talking, and so that evening, yep. They go to the sheriff's house and kill him and his wife. Brutally. Yeah. And then... Mulder the, describes it as full caveman. Yes. Because and, they beat him to death. Yes. So anyways, it all goes down. They, you know, the the deputy finds him. They go to the house. The deputy gets killed. They go in. Well, deputy doesn't just get killed. Well, he gets beheaded. Okay, He yeah, goes in the front door. The There's, house and everything. The, the house is completely booby-trapped, right. a.k.a. House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes, and, and yeah. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And, and many, many other and horror many stories. Many other yeah. in a wonderful horror movie. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. 
But he opens the front door. There's a tripwire. He's instantly beheaded. Yes. And so, Mulder gets to see it. Yeah. So it's when well, Scully saw it. Actually. Oh, sorry. You're she right. She saw you're it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but it, it's one of those things that, you know, they try to get the mother out. She doesn't want to go. Uh, they, there's a, you know, there's a fight that ensues. Two of the brothers are killed. And then one of them was gone. The, and the, come to find out. The older brother. Who is, is actually their father. father also. Yeah. So, you know, and then they, they go back in. I'm and sorry, find, that line about Mulder going, so the older brother gets to ground the other two yeah, when exactly. he plays with his own <laughs> exactly, toys. Exactly. Uh, so, it's, but it, yeah, that's basically what it is, is that they get away and you have this, this scene at the very end with the the car that they were, there's this old Cadillac. It's, I think it was like a 55 yeah, or 56 so it's got the fins. It's really, Cadillac you know, convertible. That they had stolen basically yeah and um you could hear the mother saying hey we'll, we'll create a new family one we can be proud of and blah 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 then you see the older brother get out of the trunk of the car where presumably the mother the mother is. is in there and then he gets in and the drives off and that's the end of the episode so somewhere in america yes okay i was reading on this during the thing yeah the producers of or, you know, because Millennium was in the same thing, they were actually going to do an episode where the Peacocks showed up on Millennium, which Millennium took place um, outside of Seattle. Yeah, so it okay. would have been all the way on the other side of the country. Yeah. And they went so far as to write a script and talk to the, the actress that played the mother okay. and got her on board for it. And then it got up the ladder at Fox, and they were like, those characters are never going to appear on another one of our shows anywhere anytime <laughs> and killed it so <laughs> i wish they would have shown up on the movie then yeah something you know but so yeah so that that's the, we know that there were plans to bring back the peacocks the peacocks it's such a disturbing episode oh. from from top to bottom on multiple levels because you've got you know the infanticide you've got you know this this whole incestual like, inbreeding yeah you got you know like the, the, the graphic like the way that like they they Sheriff Taylor and his wife, they beat him to death with I, I'm sorry, baseball the, bats. I mean, the it, human deformity that yeah, these th- and, these four people are. Yes. From the genetic yes. maladies yeah. from all the inbreeding is horrific. Right. Remember, this aired in 1996 during prime time on one of the biggest shows in America. On a Sunday night. <laughs> on a Sunday, on a Sunday night. night. <laughs> Which... On it's it, like it, what, what, how? Time did that, what time did that show come it on was on Sunday nights? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock on, night, on Central Time, so it would have been nine o'clock East Coast. You know, so yeah. okay, so nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Central. At that point, most of the parents had already put their kids to bed yes. because they had to be at school on Monday. But still, well, and <laughs> more than likely, a lot of folks would have not even been watching TV. Yes. Because it's well, just, I mean, it's, it's still Sunday. prime time, but it's, it's prime time. Yeah, it's still I prime mean, time, but it's prime time Sunday night. Yeah, but it's also X Files, which was the biggest thing in the world at yeah, the time. But a lot of the folks that would have complained about it probably Maybe. didn't even yeah. know it existed. Probably, I, I don't know. I mean, but it's one of those things that it does exist. It aired one time <laughs> for a national audience, and then yeah, all these twenty. Three years later, we're sitting here talking about it because I mean, it just yeah, and that's and, and there's a re- I again, an episode that really made an impression on me. Yeah, and and now me. Thanks. Yes, thanks, you're very so welcome I, about I that. that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I've watched. I've, you know, I grew up a geek. I've watched a lot of horror growing mm-hmm. up. I watched you know a lot of fantasy. Um, I saw Supernatural from episode one. Mm-hmm. I've watched them all on air dates. I've bought. This is still one of the most disturbing oh, things. Yes, I've absolutely, seen. absolutely. You know that's. Uh, and again, going back to the this was the second episode of the season. Yeah. Okay. And you this know was, it's going to be a bad yeah, season. But when this you was get also this. Fox. What was one of those things with I think starting with the third season, if I'm not mistaken, they they started doing the whole because that's when that's when um, no it was actually this season it was uh, the fourth season that they moved it to Sunday nights. Okay, off, so this would have been a this, Friday night. No, this was this was a Sunday night. Okay, okay, this this was the season that that went to Sunday night, and um, but they didn't start airing the episodes mm-hmm. until November. 
because of the because uh, you know they have the they, it's the whole baseball thing you know the the major league yeah. baseball you know with the, the world series and stuff so this yeah. was like oh everybody's anticipating this anticipating this oh we got the first episode okay let's come back for the second episode it's like holy crap what are we seeing <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's Chris one Carter of those went we are no longer it's one screwing of those things around where quite, quite honestly the fourth and fifth seasons are the two best seasons of the X Files. And yeah. then it's kind of downhill after that. Well, yeah. you know, it, it, it kind of, it, it's one of those things, with the X-Files, again, I don't think, kind of like what a lot of people said with Lost or Game of Thrones, of where they really didn't, they, they knew they were going to end it someday, but they weren't quite sure how they were okay. going to get there. One, Lost was a J.J. Abrams yes. thing, wasn't it? Yes. Okay, I did not watch Lost. I, I had no Lost. interest in it. I my love Lost. Wife, my wife love it. loved Lost. She has. I still love Lost. I think so the majority it. of the episodes. Yeah. Um, I could never get into it because it was, for me, it was just like, mm, no, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. And the writers have admitted that they had. They no. No, I, no they no. had no idea. They, they were didn't. literally just throwing stuff yes. at a flannel board yes. and hoping it stuck. And some some things stuck really well, and some stuck and slid off. So it's <laughs> Game of Thrones. HBO picked up a book by an author. That they picked up a series of a books. A series of books that by was an not author finished yet. <laughs> that was one not finished yet. Two, I don't think he even knows where he's you going know. with that story because by about the fourth book, I was like, I cannot keep up. I'm right. done. Right. Um, yeah, I know. Though, I see that one even sitting though, there, Fire and Blood. So even though my <laughs> wife got me Fire and yeah. Blood for Christmas, I'm going to read it. Yeah. Because I don't let, you know, no page, un, I leave no page unturned. Yeah. So, um, but I don't think at this point he'll ever finish it. Now he'll probably die before. I know we're getting on a side. We're getting away yeah, from the X-Files. We're, we're but, getting away from the X-Files. But, but yeah, but he, it's, he's never going to finish it yeah. because one, nobody cares anymore. Because uh, that's not true. What, the, doing, the people who are hardcore book fans are still very interested in that He's story. never going to finish it. He's going to be another Robert Jordan. Could be. Wheel Could of be. Time. You yeah. know, where he dies before he exactly, finishes it. That's exactly. what's going to happen. Anyway, Sorry. back to the X-Files. I know, a little aside there. At least it went Star Wars this time. So <laughs> <laughs> Anyway... Uh, so yeah, that's those. Let's talk about the three episodes, like an overall. Okay. Again, perception, perception. Sometimes perception is what it is. Yeah, because so the whole thing is that there, are, you know, with the whole Sheriff Taylor talking about, you know, this is a small town. We don't have to lock doors. I don't carry a gun. You yeah. know, this is, we've kept it down. You know, we, we've kept this way of life for so many years. I don't want it to change. Prior to that, you know, Mulder was talking about, you know, because he was out there and he was like, yeah, you know, this, he was playing with the baseball and he was like, yeah, this reminds me of, yeah, reminiscing about when he was a kid and then, you know, being, you know, Playing playing ball all day, you know, and not having to be anywhere until he had to be at dinner, you know, which is yeah. something I grew up with which as well. Which is what we all yeah. grew up with. And, you know, and talking about how, you know, that one day he would like to settle down in a place like this. Yeah. And then by the end of the episode, he he's like, well, maybe I don't want to settle down here any longer. But here's, here's what's funny. When they brought back the X-Files for mm-hmm. those two seasons, mm-hmm. um, he actually ends up... In a farmhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere. Right. But that thing is wired yes, to the teeth. Yes, Well, you know, that actually started with the second movie, with I Want to Believe. Uh, did you see the second movie? I don't think I did. Yeah, it's... The first movie... The first movie's not good. No. I'll, and, I'll admit it. And like, when they came out with the second one, I was like, I'm not spending my money well, on another piece of garbage. Check out the second one, because it really is more of a long episode okay. than it is... Any, like that was was still trying to deal with you know all the mythology and all that kind of. Yeah. The second one is just an ep- it's a long episode, the bigger budget basically. Which one was the one where they were genetically engineering bees? That's to go- that's the that's the, the fight first, the future. Yeah, yeah. Oh. no, not that one. No, it has nothing to do with that one. Second one is really a precursor to what we got 
with the last two seasons. Which, once again, left us with more questions yeah, than answers. I, I, still which, need to, I still need to finish watching it. I, I that, haven't that, yet. That so. is the thing I love about the show, but it's also the thing I hate about the show, is because <laughs> there is no closure right. ever. Ever. No, because, there's, ever. because the truth is always out there. I'm, I'm sorry. That's the thing. I deal enough with that kind of crap in my real life. <laughs> I watch TV for closure. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. It says, that's the, the tagline for the X-Files is always, yeah. the truth is out there. Okay, it never it. The tagline isn't the truth is out there and we're going to find it. Yeah, it's just the truth no, is I, no, out there. I, I you know, know what it is, and yes. you know, it, but it does drive me. crazy. I know, I know, and it's like you said, it's the most unsatisfying, satisfying show ever. It, it really, you is. know, and it is because it it does. I mean, the way it ended in O two left just tons of questions. When it came back. It left tons of questions, and it's also one of those things that it is a product of its time. Yeah. And, you know, there have been plenty of things written and said about the last two, the, the, the two new seasons that came out of how it doesn't work in a post-9-11 world because we know that conspiracies are Do true. Like, like, this stuff happens. Yeah. And, you know, whereas in the 90s when we were, all this the conspiracy theory stuff, it's like, it's oh, like what it go was. Go put your tinfoil hat yeah, on Yeah, exactly. It, it was theories. And then all of a sudden we're like, no, this stuff happens. You yeah. know, it, 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 we just, uh, it just, it's happening on a different scale. Yeah. And so, yeah, it just, and also with the internet, it's another thing that the internet was in its infancy when yeah. the show was on the air. And once you get to a point where the yeah, internet the has only- saturated the society like it has, well, the, again, it goes back to the the truth that's out there. What truth is it? What truth is it? Yes. And, you know, what's the perception of exactly. said truth? And also the fact that you can galvanize people. Because it's one of those things, I mean, come on. We live in a world where people believe that the, that the oh, flat earth, okay? We're, we're back into, we're starting to get back into hyper-tribalism. Yes, very much so. But I'm just pick, talking about, like, as far as side, conspiracy pick theories. Pick group, and then you don't venture outside right. of. As far as, as far as, you know, crazy things that people believe, flat earth and the whole vaccination, the anti-vaxxer things, okay? Yeah. Well, that is... And yes, I said they're both crazy, uh, but it's one of those things where, well, that's you can you can in the, in this world that is so connected, yeah, you can find the people that you agree with and live in an echo chamber, yeah, to where you don't know anyone who doesn't believe that, and yeah. so therefore you believe that what what you therefore you believe that it's all that What's, everything that, that you hold dear is true the, the so. thing about it is is that truth is mingling with conspiracy mingling with complete and total misinformation right and it's becoming harder and harder to differentiate what's what? one from mm-hmm. the other so you know that old saying about you know just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get exactly, you exactly exactly and that what you just said there, like with the misinformation and stuff, was a running theme all through the X Files. We yeah. had all kinds of of red herrings that happened. Like, oh, this is where we're going to find out this, and then come to find out, like, no, the government put all that, in the show itself. The government put all this out there to make to throw you off the scent of what was really going on. You know, and which we see in the news every day. Which is what's so. happening now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Go ahead. You call me crazy. No, it's true. I mean, it, it's <laughs> you know, as somebody who works in tech. Mm-hmm and works closely with IT folks, the longer I'm around technology, mm-hmm. the less I trust it. Oh, I agree. I agree. I, I mean, it, to me, when... when If the, you'll notice, all of my... I've got tape over all of my cameras on my phone and <laughs> no, on my iPad and all that stuff. I haven't noticed that. On my, yeah, well, I don't have it on this one yet. I need to put one on that on my Mac. But it's yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, that's something I started doing years ago, even before it was found out. Yeah. You know that. Well, oh yeah, no, they're they're actually monitoring people, everyone. So, you know, you were talking about Millennium, mm-hmm. and I've never seen the show. Gotta see that show. Well, when Alexa first came out, oh yeah, you remember the the logo for Alexa? Oh yeah. I was flipping through the internet one day, and I was looking for something, and somebody had put the Alexa insignia mm-hmm. right next to the Millennia insignia, mm-hmm. and they were almost identical. Yep. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm making this a meme and I just made it a meme and yep. put it up there. I go coincidence. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, and I, uh, who, 
you know, now we're getting we're getting reports where Alexa has recorded conversations. Everyone's where, conversations. Well, yep. no, this this has happened on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Family had an Alexa in the house. The thing had not been activated. Right. It recorded a conversation and sent it to one of their employees. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to them, and the employee freaked out when they got the conversation and notified them immediately. Right. I got an Alexa dot for Christmas one year. Mm-hmm. That thing is not plugged in. No. If yeah. I plug it in, it's to plug it in, listen to my news feed, and I immediately unplug it from the wall. How do you know it doesn't have a battery in its heart? It's, you know. <laughs> I'm not that big of a tinfoil hat guy. Thank you very much. You well, never know. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, you, 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 you do. Know. You never know. So you know, it, it's just I know it, it's one of the especially in, in a world where we're so inundated with electronics. Well, with the technology, well, everything's it's connected. Yes, your your stinking refrigerator. Well, I mean, let's let's look at what we're doing here. Okay. Yeah. I've got a MacBook sitting here that's connected to our mixing board. Our mixing board. Okay. The MacBook. Is connected to your Wi-Fi. Yeah. Okay. Well, but there's also Bluetooth that was connected to that Bluetooth speaker that's sitting right yeah. over there. Plus the fact, how many phones we got? What two phones here? I've got my iPad. You've got your, I've got my your Samsung, Samsung tablet. Plus you got that there. other iPad that was oh, from work. Yeah, or whatever work, it is. Okay. My work iPad. All yeah. this stuff is interconnected. Okay. Anytime that I pull up, like if I go on my phone, yeah. because I. I have multiple Apple products. Okay. Yeah. And it's one of those things that it will show all of them. Yeah. Like, you know, it's one that I can go on there and it'll show, like, I, because we all name, you know, on my phone is named the new wife. Okay. <laughs> I know. I got, it's the whole thing. Okay? My, my Roku is movie box. Well, there you go. <laughs> my, the, my iPad mini that I have is just named mine. Okay. Yeah. And then it's just MacBook or whatever. But all three of those things pop up. Yeah. You know, as you know, like when anytime that I go to Safari, it's, you know, it's one of those things that it's like it shows all everything that's connected. Everything's connected. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> refrigerators are now part of the Internet of Things. Yes, they are. Washing machines. Mm-hmm. Why do you? Why, why do, do you need? need wa- kitchen, I know. Why do I you know. need household appliances I connected I to the internet? Right. I don't understand that. Of course, you know now we're starting to sound like my dad. So it's <laughs> I, I don't care. My I, dad I, will sit and watch those commercials. Like uh, there was that one that was uh, it's uh, what's her name? Um, it's Dax Shepard and. Um, um, Veronica Mars. Um, oh, um, what you know? Uh, yeah, her. Yeah, so, somebody. We now have Kristen email. Bell. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Okay. We, by the way, we now have uh, a Facebook page. Yes. And we now have email. Yes. We, we'll, we'll get all that. In we'll just a get all okay. that. So if you you know if there if there's something you want to comment on, yes. go ahead go and right send, ahead it to send it to us. So, uh, but it's, it was a commercial with them where like I think she's at the grocery store or something like that, and he's like doing something, and he, she was like, "How yeah. are we on milk or whatever?" He's like, "Well, I'm not sure." She's like, "No, don't worry, I'll check it." And like she looks on her phone, and it basically shows a picture of what's in the refrigerator. The refrigerator. And I remember my dad watching that going. Why don't you just go over and, and like open the refrigerator? You don't have to look at that and blah 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 blah. I'm like, well, if you're at the grocery store and can't remember if you were out of milk or not because you forgot to write it down, I can see how that comes into into. Now, I'm you know, if I don't know if I have enough milk or not, I don't have enough milk, yeah, and I buy that. Too, I'm a huge milk drinker, huge. So, but, so I just. You no. know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, you know, I know. Like, I know what you're saying. I there's, see it. There's it's a the, use for it. People use it. It's convenience, is what it is. It's not really usefulness. It's convenience more than usefulness. I'm not willing to give up my sense perception sense of <laughs> sense <laughs> or quotes, perception sense <laughs> of um, the inside of my house, the security right. of the inside right. of my house. For the convenience of having my refrigerator being connected to, because if I can hit that device, Mm -hmm. somebody more clever than me Mm -hmm. can hit that device. We've already seen that with routers, yeah, you know, being hacked and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, hey, look, I mean, we're already we're already being marketed to on our devices without ever having looked it up on the device. If you mention something weird. And it'll come I know, around your phone. It. I know it'll start popping up in your feeds. I agree. Let, yeah. let's or if pick, you go look, for, if you look at something just completely, like you, you pull up like, oh, well, what you know, let, what's let's this, think of, let's what's think this of, actor doing or whatever. Yeah. Oh. And then you know, it's one of those things where all of a sudden you'll get a there'll be something on Facebook 
that said, you know, that's like, oh, so-and-so has a new movie coming out. Well, well, that, well, that's funny because I was just looking that actor up the other day. Why is this doing that? So it's because it's all interconnected. That, Google that, and Facebook and all of that That stuff, camera and so. that microphone is always on and they're yes. always listening. Whether they claim they're not or not, you know, they are. And you know what? The truth is out there. Somewhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> see, we start talking about the X-Files and all of a sudden we start devolving into conspiracy theories. It's like... <laughs> It's go what get, happens. Go get my tinfoil. <laughs> exactly. I've got to make a hat. You know the thing with the tinfoil hat is if you actually like created a tinfoil hat and put it on, all it would do is actually amplify your, your brain waves. <laughs> so it doesn't do anything to keep them from reading your mind. So <laughs> and on that note, oh. I'm Alan. <laughs> I think I'm Big Dave. I'm not sure anymore. If you would like to get in touch with us, we have an email address. It is projectxpod at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook page, which is Project X Podcast. It, it's, it's it's there, but we're still in the process of yeah, building we're it. To, but, but it's one of those things that it's there. It's there. Project there will be Pod. more. There will be more, more episodes as well as more ways to get in touch with us and tell us how stupid we are. Anyway, <laughs> once again, I've got a wife for that. I don't uh, need well, other people. I've, I've got two ex-wives for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're paying for that privilege, aren't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm Alan. Once again, I think I'm still Big Dave. <laughs> we'll see you guys next Have time. Have a good one.